0: Can't believe it.
1: What we've got here is failure to communicate.
2: encryption algorithm. You'll never get in
1: there. Yes, it's me, James Roast. Another edition. It's another week into the new year and this is the Happiness Algorithm. Today's show is all things music. And I'll be asking the question, how important is music to our mental health? How can it impact our emotions? And how does it take us from high highs to low lows? It's an action-packed two hours we've got. It's another week on. It's another edition of The Happiness Algorithm with me, James Roast. I've got two guests lined up today, and I'm very excited. They will be joining me any second now. But I know what you were all asking, as I spoke about last week, what I've been reading this week, and it has been music-orientated. And I found myself asking that question, you know, why is music good for our mental health? You know, honestly, why are we so attracted to it? I started to delve into some of the research and music and singing. You know, for centuries, it's been a pivotal part of our existence and enabling us to get balanced, connected with others. Um, And I found some quotes that were really... uh, I want to share with you on today's show, just to kick things off before my guests join me. Um, And it said that, you know, it it taps into our inner emotions and it, it causes... Huge fluctuations, um, and I'd done i done an experiment this morning. So I went to the gym for the first time in quite some time, and I knew it was going to hurt. I knew it was going to hurt, and I should have gone a long time ago. But hey, you know we put it off. Uh, so I went to the gym, and I thought, you know what, for me to let, let's for me to get through this pain, for me to tolerate this discomfort. I'm going to open my phone. I'm going to go to songs, and I'm going to shuffle. And for those that were tuned in this morning on Michelle's show, you'd have heard me said that I have a very eclectic music taste. It goes from Aretha Franklin to Guns N' Roses. Uh, it, very wide, uh, very eclectic. But you know, hey, that's me. My children call me uh, a, an old man, and my wife, for that matter, as well. You know, very, very old school uh, interesting music as well. But I put my my songs on sh- uh, my phone on shuffle, and. Uh, Hence why at the top of the hour, at the top of the show, you heard The Kooks and you heard Razorlight because they were some blasts from the past for me. Songs that I hadn't heard for a number of years. And I think from my perspective, that's why I'm putting it out to all of you now listening. Put your phone in shuffle, don't do it now, don't do it until three o'clock, or don't do it at three o'clock either, because Ian's coming up on Drive Show. Do it, do it, in a, do it at a time when you're driving, whack it into shuffle, and just allow your phone uh, to take you on a musical journey and, and, and fluctuate those emotions. Um, and it, as I say, it was, it was a wonderful experience, I really enjoyed it. And it took me back, it brought me forward, and uh, some real old songs I hadn't heard for a while. But anyway, let's go back to some of that research that I was reading this week. Uh, it said that music is thought to enhance our intelligence, also enhance our mental health and boost our immune system. Um, it often elicits more emotional responses than language. And I'll be talking to my guests later about this as well, about the writing process and how important um, it is to sort of uh i don't know express um and lace their their songs with with, with um an emotional message um it also said it it can help us to relax uh and the less stressed we are uh, the stronger our immune system is uh well, i've said that already uh It also allows us to relax just before sleep, promoting deeper rest, and it can also be a very sociable experience and help us feel connected. People in times of strife would sing. So we said before, armies march on songs, Um, groups that sing together, get themselves through tough times, and they celebrate bad times as well. And a quote by somebody called Jenny Taylor, who's a singing teacher, shout out to Jenny Taylor. Uh, She said, when you're depressed, you don't inhale deeply. Uh, because you're closing down on life. When you sing, you can help breathe much deeper and breathe life into your lungs, and you feel much better, both physically and emotionally. And I think not just from a depression perspective, but also from an anxiety perspective, we know that on average, we we breathe between eight and 10 breaths per minute. We can get that down to about six breaths per minute when, when we're feeling relaxed or we're meditating. But when we're anxious and we're a little hypervigilant, and those emotions become elevated, our breathing um, goes up to around 20 to 25 breaths a minute. And, and all of a sudden, you know, this, this physiological response will drive forward other mechanisms as well. So I think the lesson there is when we're anxious, or when we're feeling a little depressed, have a little sing. Have a little sing, put some music on, join in. Don't just save it for the shower. Embrace the, the, the voice that you've been blessed with. Uh, so, yes, so it's me, James Rose, the Happiness Algorithm. We're locked and loaded. We're here till three o'clock, and we're going to kick things off uh, with my guests shortly after this. It's 98
0: FM. 98, 98. 98 FM.
2: This
1: is Phoenix 98FM. So, I'm joined in the studio by two brothers, twin brothers, Matt and Dan, from Croft & Coats.
0: Yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks for hey having guys. us. Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Excellent,
1: excellent. Well, I was, uh, as you know, I was panicking yesterday yeah. so <laughs> to share with the listeners. i uh, spoke to the guys uh, several weeks back and sent an email and uh, it didn't actually uh, it didn't yeah. actually go through. Oh. Um, but we got there in the end. We did, we and we're, we're here. here on time. Really hey. yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> With the uh, and and it was through the blessing that his social media as well. Yeah. Of course, yeah.
0: Internet. Don't know what we yeah. do without it really. Exactly. <laughs>
1: so uh, Dan, Matt, Crofton, Coates. Yeah. Now, I know you're no, sh- no strangers to the station. You've been on uh, Michelle's show yeah, yeah. before <laughs> us, and I actually pinched you both from. Uh, oh, yeah, which yeah, yeah. we appreciate. It. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit about you guys, uh, what you do. Obviously, I know, so from, from, the, from the research, uh, let, let's, get, let's get the phrase <laughs> right. Yeah. So, Crofton Coates is a London based indie folk duo.
0: I think that's, that's pretty correct much so far. Yeah, yeah, that encapsulates it. I think so. Yeah, because a lot of people say it's not really indie folk. There's elements of like rock or pop. So I just kind of let people interpret it how they how they want to. Yeah, I don't think we have a specific genre. Though, yeah, so. but yeah, and we're from London. <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs> that, that, that <laughs> we are right. from London.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, guys, tell me. Uh, there's no, there's no point asking the question
0: about where you met because you met in the womb. You did. It goes we, way, we, back. <laughs> way back. <laughs> What's crazy to think if we've been hanging out before we were even born? <laughs> <laughs> Mental thought right there. <laughs> there's So the, the love of music.
1: Talk to me about the journey of Crofton & Yeah. and um, how it came
0: about. Okay, so I, th- I think uh, me and Matt uh, both individually got inspired by different people was I kind of gravitated, when I really wanted to take music seriously, I was gravitating towards Ray Charles, and I was very piano based, and he really inspired me to want to take it seriously. And Matt uh, is a huge fan of a guy called John Mayer, which I know a lot of people know. And uh, so he was playing the guitar and I was playing the piano. And then we first started uh, coming together, like I was on the piano, he was on the guitar. And it was just a constant arguing and arguing. No, 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 I want this call. It's like, no, you're doing that call because I wrote it. And so we just stopped for a while. And then I think... I I think it's because I was so set on the idea of like, oh, I'm going to be the British John Mayer. I was was like, oh, it would really be a good idea if we kind of uh, capture this whole twin uh, thing. I think you should make the most of it. I heard it from so many people. And I think at one point I was like, we need to give it a go. And then I think about beginning of 2013, we just started coming together and writing songs and playing shows. Very bad songs, but we, it's... And, um, yeah, it's kind of gone from there, pretty much.
1: Brilliant. So, how? Uh, not to give too much away in terms of age, but 2013. What? You know, where?
0: What were you sort of? Uh, we were in co- college. I, yeah, I was yeah. in sixth form. Dan was in college.
1: Oh, you guys don't look old enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's crazy
0: that 2013 was that long ago now. No, no. I seven years ago. Yeah, that's right. Then. That, we've, that's crazy. That's a bizarre. I mean, as thought. I said, time waits for no man. <laughs> I heard that, saw that quote the other day, and it hit me so bad, man. Yeah, yeah. you feel like the same person, but time just keeps going on and on and on and on. Yeah, it's not waiting for anything. Do you know what I mean? It's crazy. Any. Sadly it feels like
1: it's, it's gaining yeah. pace. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah that's like like last year,
0: I feel like last year was a very very quick year. Yeah. A lot of when you're in that. when you're in school time goes so slow mm, and it's only yeah. until you get older you appreciate it. and you got a summer like your summer holidays felt so long. And you felt like different people going into school the next year. Oh, yeah.
1: So deep question then. What are you putting it down to? What why are we finding ourselves in this accelerated period of time? Uh,
0: I think it's just I think the gri- I tell you what it I think it's I think it's social media, and because people only post the good things, and it makes you feel like you're missing out, and it makes you feel like you need to be doing more. Yeah, with your life, because people are only going to post the good things about their life. Like, oh my god, they're doing this, that, and this. I feel like I should be doing. And that. it's very much like you compare it to what you're doing, yeah. especially, especially in trying to like forge a career in like the music business, when you kind of rely on the kind of the goodwill of like other people, like and um, especially if like music goes quiet then the kind of the mumps go really fast and you start thinking so, yeah, uh, so it's, yeah it's very uh, it's, it's a lot of pressure and it can keep you up at night, it can give you like, some really bad anxiety mm. and because it's like, oh, it's not going how I want it to go. It's like, I need to be doing this. Oh, they're doing this. I can see on Instagram that he's doing this, he's doing that, and we're not. And then you find that six months have gone past and you're just, yeah, yeah, just, just like looking that. at other people. But.
1: And has that been an interesting journey for you both to sort of move into the industry mm. and see that there's this, you know, the saturation or level of competition is quite yeah. demanding and you find you you lose yourself to that world sometimes and have
0: to... 100%, yeah. yeah. I mean, when, when you start off, it's all about oh, we're going to do that. You kind of have a plan in your head. It's like, okay, once we get a manager and then once we get a label and you're so like optimistic yeah. and you're so... And you're forgetting that. It's kind of like the honeymoon yeah. phase. Yeah. And, um, How long did
1: that
0: last? Uh, okay, quite a while, actually. <laughs> quite a while, a couple of years. And, um, yeah, you start off all optimistic and then step by step you realise it like, doesn't happen as easy as that and you realise the other bands, okay, they have a thousand more followers yeah. than they me. They started years after me, but they already have... Like yeah. A good record label and they're course. doing this already and then you start stressing about and then you start comparing yourself to other bands the more you do it the more you think okay I haven't done that yet I haven't done that and then you look at oh they've done that and then I think where we're at right now you kind of go back to the okay I'm just going to be more relaxed and I'm yeah. going to kind of enjoy it more because I remember we got out of a meeting we had a meeting with like a really high up like label mm and he was pretty much just saying like y- you guys aren't right just yet but he said just remember to enjoy it whatever yeah. you do and I think that kind of stuck I think me it was the like, way he said it though because all he said to us over the phone was like, I really like you boys I think you guys can come in for a chat I think we should we should talk which obviously <laughs> is perked up we yeah. were like oh my well, god especially it was, it was a couple of years ago as well and like for us we were like oh my god this is it this is our big break that we've been waiting for and yeah. he, he pretty much just gave us advice and just like yeah you need to build your numbers before and we were just like he called us in just to say that. Like, yeah. uh, uh, I don't know. It was a very downhearted moment. I was going to say
1: that. That how did that feel off the back of that conversation, where you go from such a high? I believe it, yeah, this oh, is
0: it. The, yeah, probably, probably one of the worst feelings. Of it life. was because my dad was waiting <laughs> in the car outside, and he was like, "So," and we're like, "Yeah." He just yeah. kind of said, "Keep doing what you're doing." And <laughs> we went all the, he was like, went all the way into central London. He was like, "No, no." He just kind of gave us some advice, and that
2: was it. Well, that
1: was going to be one of my questions because. Obviously i don't come from a background of music or you know mm. uh, th- that industry or that world, and you read and you hear things about it being quite cutthroat and, yeah very and it, and it always makes me um almost always, always always makes me wonder whether there is the support or the advice that's there Have you found that the ratio is fair or there's it's much more demanding yeah. and cutthroat than i think it's of, more it's, it's a lot of
0: there's very very few people who are actually like very supportive other yeah. than that a lot of we've had a lot of potential managers say i think you guys are great you guys are awesome and uh we have like a monthly fee and then the money comes in yeah. so it's like okay or, yeah we've had two two situations with two quite good managers as well and i said oh my god there's, there's definitely like i really love your music there's definitely a spot for this in the music industry tell me more about yourself mm. and we'd send a big email about ourselves and then no response yeah, and it's just like it, it's a lot of ignores and a lot of shutting doors. Yeah, we have about two or three people, four people, who are just with us no matter what. One of them is like our record producer, who is mm. like yeah. recording our new music, and he's always looking out for new opportunities. It's it's the people that do it for for almost nothing in return that you know are actually in it for the music. Yeah, and um, yeah, it, it, it's tough. There's definitely a lot more. People who are only out for themselves which is understandable. I mean yeah. It's kind of like you said, it's a cutthroat business, but yeah, it's it's kind of a shady one as well
1: And I mean that must you must need a fair amount of resilience because you come in with so much I suppose a lot of other artists when they're, yeah. when they're starting on their journey. they come in with so much hope and so yeah, much yeah. Exactly Do you think that, that that resilience was there or is something that you've had, a, had to build over time?
0: Uh, I think we've definitely become like thick-skinned in the yeah. sense that when the minute we start talking to someone, we kind of we assume it's not going to go anywhere because of yeah. years and years of yeah. getting our hopes up and then getting let down, mm. and then you yeah. kind of get immune to it. Yeah. And then you talk to someone, it's like if it goes somewhere, great, but I'm not relying on you because mm. you know I mean? we know what it's like now to have rejection after rejection after rejection. Yeah. Before we were like, Oh my god, this is it. This is gonna be the <laughs> route that we have. Yeah, multiple times a year it'd be like, This is it,
2: this is the big break. So <laughs> <laughs> you are gonna take us to start <laughs>
0: yeah, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Definitely not I think skinned. And you uh,
1: have you passed that wisdom on to other artists that are breaking through as well?
0: Yeah, of course. There's been like some a couple of bands have like opened up for us when we've held our headline shows. And um, we've tried to like help them out and like give them like support slots and we've kind of let them know like There's a lot of talkers in the industry Mm. that just say they're going to do something and then they don't. Just kind of give people like a heads up. Mm. Yeah, good
1: stuff. Uh, So does it help being brothers?
0: Uh, In in some aspects it it does because we're kind of into the same music. So what I think sounds good and if I play it to Dan like be like, 9 times out of 10 I, I would, it's something that I would write as well yeah there's so. no conflict about eh, I don't think we should use that or I don't think it's good enough yeah. we're definitely on the same wavelength uh, in terms of arguments there's a lot of arguments are we still argue the 2013 <laughs> days are still real we still yeah. argue I don't know but it, 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 it could be over the silliest stuff but then we're kind of because we live in the same house still uh, we're like kind of back together like half an hour later so that's good in regard it's a lot easier yeah. that's
1: lovely And uh, so you you you're both write the tracks yeah separately together
0: <laughs> we started out together and uh, like I said the arguments kind of <laughs> happened and then we started we've got this new strategy where we go away and we write separately and we kind of bring it to the table and we mm-hmm. say well, yeah. if you change it to that if you change it to that and then after the arguments are done again, then normally we're finished yeah. with a song. Although, one, well, I think our most popular songs are the ones that we've actually written together. Yeah. So what's that saying? Oh, um, that's yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's very interesting. So, so, um, so let's...
1: let's sort of take a look at um, the latest EP so um, yeah. uh, Space for Sadness is yes. that? Yeah, so Space for Sadness was released when?
0: it was in September we've been promoting it since September of last year So. and I must say I like it oh, I like, like it. it a lot <laughs> thanks yeah, so I much like it cheers and, um,
1: and, and obviously this is this is a follow up from uh, 2018 oh, yeah. Yeah, Symmetry yeah it was our yeah. like debut album there are some great songs on that as well <laughs> thank you yeah. cheers and I did, I, I've i let the listeners know that I did I checked in with Matt and and said, "Is it possible? How many songs are you ho- uh, are you able to play?" I <laughs> said, "Whatever." So I mean, um, obviously, it is a it is a discussion topical show, but I'd mm. have just had Matt and Dan playing for two hours because um, <laughs> there's some really good numbers on it. So if I can, I-, I might throw out some requests later as well. Yeah, Definitely no some stuff from um, uh, Space for Sadness, awesome. and, and we'll talk about that. But I know there's a. Uh, a couple of favourites of mine on Symmetry one was um, "Why I'm Here oh the, nice uh, that's my much, that's much <laughs> <laughs> is it yeah yeah, yeah. and um, Thoughts and Rusty Strings oh, yeah. ah
0: good choice that's like yeah. my, our favourite songs as well is it
1: yeah, 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 uh, yeah. well you know when you know when you've done music <laughs> you know music <laughs> uh, so maybe if I've got time for them I wouldn't mind them yeah, awesome. being played as well but so talk me through uh, Space for Sadness mm-hmm. uh, what was the so this sort of landed was released in September last year
0: how's yeah. it going yeah it's going really Good. We've got a lot of messages from people who have been saying things like this EP came at just the right time, and they kind of say thank you because it's kind of helping them out in any sort of situation. I think that's the kind of the best response we can get. Mm. That's kind of what I kind of set out to do: is kind of uh, to kind of be that band to go to if you're in a particular mood and you kind of want to feel another mood instead. And uh, I think it's doing doing the job. Yeah,
1: because. It- I mean, as I said, you know, when we opened the show, that was, for me, and, and looking at what we were reading this week, it's such an emotive journey, music, it yeah. takes us in so many different directions, and that's what I wanted to see myself this morning, and listening to the tracks, the and reflecting upon it, I've listened to it for the last few weeks, and it does take you in different, d- yeah, in yeah. different ways, and you can mm-hmm. move from uh, Retry, which I really like, uh, and, and then obviously that the shift into race in mind, yeah. you know, it really yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. brings it up brings a it bit, up. Yeah. So, um, and lyrically there's some songs and some from Symmetry as well, I love some of the little um, uh, structure of the narrative um, of the songs that's running through as well. so <laughs> it's, it's great. Um, so, Space for Sadness, obviously speaking to Michelle who, who does uh, the show before me, and that's how, how we got introduced, Yeah, yeah. and uh, there's an emphasis on it being em- uh, not emotional, but emotional being yeah. and then yeah, health. So tell me a little bit about why Space for Sadness was important, and like you say, the feedback has been, you know, this is a right time to to release this LP. Yeah, yeah. EP. Well, I,
0: I think um, Space for Sadness was all about the feeling of kind of being okay with not being okay. And uh, Space for Sadness, I think, it means like a yeah. Like, we're not supposed to feel good all of the time. Yeah. You wouldn't be there's human. There's a space for it. There's a space yeah, the, to be Just like, you're allowed to be unhappy. Somewhere. Of course. And a lot of um, the songs, well, all of the songs revolve around a part of anybody's life that just makes them feel so down and just knowing that it is relatable. And a lot of people yeah. can relate to your situation, even though it doesn't feel like it that's the thing is your head has a way of making you feel so isolated even though all you need to do is talk to about 10 other people about it and you'll feel a lot more normal bro. yeah I think uh, what kind of started the subject for it was me and Matt have never really like had any like kind of serious mental health like depression or anything like that but uh, 2017 I came down with like a, I think it's like a depersonalization or derealization anxiety where it's just it's just as simple as just I, I feel like I'm just living a very, very, very realistic dream right now. Yeah. Nothing's real. When you feel like you're outside, it, it doesn't feel like you're outside. It yeah, feels like you're just in a big simulator. And, uh, like, it kept me up, man. It, it scared me because I didn't know what was going on. I was mm. just... I felt... I didn't feel like I was in my house. I, I didn't... When I looked in the mirror, I couldn't recognise myself. And Matt went through the same thing. but he, he didn't tell me. Mm. And, and then, I think... Uh, at, at the, the same, same time... You know, Yeah, I I came because both of our girlfriends are from America. So I came back from America and I'd spent so much time away from my life that I came back. I had this massive wave of just depersonalization. I go, oh, yeah, this is my life. So why does it feel weird being back in my life? And I'm a really, really big overthinker. So that's a bad mix. So I just went into this. You you go in this loop of asking yourself questions that are never going to be answered but yeah I remember giving you advice and being like oh someone like go Ergo Sum oh, like, it's I like think a- therefore I am so like and we were just I was just giving him someone's I didn't understand it but I was like oh it's going to be okay man it's going to be okay people do think about it you're not crazy like, yeah. it's, it's a big subject man mm. I think Ricky Gervais talked about on his podcast yeah. and it made you feel better and then one Christmas I just suddenly just got really lightheaded and I felt it was it kind of, like oh, of it. It was like oh this is what yeah. he's talking about and then I was just like oh this is what Matt's talking about everything that I helped Matt with get through I'm going through it now Yeah, I think it made it a lot easier for me to deal with because I know that you'd gone through it yeah, but course. I just find it weird how just I just went through the same thing just out of nowhere there was no Trigger or anything like that And I just went through the yeah, same thing it did, did. It. it did make me realise how powerful the brain can be And how it can just alter so It can make everything feel so different yeah, Even would, though nothing's yeah, changed I would take a physical injury any day Over yeah. doing something in your head Because at least with a physical thing There's something physically to work on Whereas your yeah. head you have to change your whole attitude So yeah. so uh, we, we just kind of experienced this, this new kind of Okay I think I'm starting to experience Kind of the whole mental health and what people were talking about. Yeah. And then we have a friend of ours who's in an um, uh, institution in Northampton, mm-hmm. St. Andrews in Northampton, and we came back, and um, I think we were, write- we were writing for Space for Sadness at yeah. that point. And it was just like the whole collection of kind of uh, mental, like healthy mental like well-being, and I think it came together in the, in the form of the EP in a kind of, yeah, yeah. Space for Sadness. That's,
1: that's yeah. really lovely. <laughs> well, we um, we're gonna be blessed with some of these tracks, um, and I'm thinking, you know, should we should we go into a track now? Should we go into a oh, track? Nice. Yeah. And then uh, we'll go into some ads, go into a break, and we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about the track and um, you know the writing process. Yeah. Because it, as I said, it'd be interesting to to get your take on how that came about yeah. and how long it. And, and that
2: sounds actually, good to is us. Is that right? yeah, so, good. what are
1: we? What, what are we going to kick off with?
0: Uh, we're going to kick off with a track from Cemetery called Little People. Oh,
1: we like this, right? So, let's uh, let's get some reverb on your mics. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> like Sound like I know what I'm doing. Uh, so, let's get some reverb on your mics. Here we go. Let's try that. Yeah. I think- Okay, so I'm going to take my mic off,
2: okay guys, you take it away, one, two, three, four,
1: Radio for Brentwood and Billericay This is
0: Phoenix FM.
1: Yes, it's me, James Rose. This is the happiness algorithm, and that was Crofton and Coates, and what a song. That was Little People off the first album, Symmetry. Guys, that was amazing. Thanks Thank so much, man. man. And to see it live as well. <laughs> like, your voices are like Thank silk. You, man. <laughs> Thank you, man. Cheers. It's so in, it's so in tune. The harmonies are amazing. Thank Absolutely so much. amazing. Uh, so tell me a little bit about li- Little People. Yeah. Who wrote it? Was yeah. it, that was it collective?
0: a collective? That was a collective one, yeah. yeah. There's about three yeah. songs you did collectively and that was, that yeah, was one so, of so Yeah, I think uh, I wrote the, the Dan letters. wrote the... I wrote the uh, the music and mm-hmm. Dan wrote the lyrics and uh, what was it about... What was Little People about, Dan? Um I think it was a mixture of uh, uh, like growing older, I guess, and just looking at photos of you with your friends. Yeah. You think. And uh, yeah, I think one of the words were there was photograph... Show me how my friends have changed. Yeah, it's pretty simple. <laughs> like, but yeah, it's uh, it's just about looking back at pictures and just getting further and further away from that time. And yeah, just, and it's like one of the lyrics, like, time will never let me have a break, and it's just like yes. it's really true. I mean, yeah, it's a very real feeling.
1: So the um, people have heard me say it before that that, and I think I come across it when I was reading this week that the. the, the importance of music particularly from an emotional perspective is, is said that we tend to hear the lyrics when we're
0: sad yeah 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 I heard that well. yeah yeah that's so true that's yeah pretty, and very
1: true. What, so for you guys is there a priority over it do you like the
0: composition of the piece or how you're putting yeah. together the lyrics I, I, I think I'm someone where if the music's good I couldn't care what the words are do yeah. you know what I mean like I, 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 could, I could yeah of course I I mean I'm not going to slam the Beatles at all because I'm a huge Beatles fan, but mm. I think songs like, uh, like what was it uh, "I'm the Walrus"? Oh, yeah, that and was gibberish, yeah. and they knew it was gibberish, but people are going, "Oh my god, there's a genius. meaning, <laughs> there's a hidden <laughs> message behind every one of these words." Yeah, something about a policeman with cornflakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm but yeah, man. but I, I enjoy that song, but it's like, yeah. I know that the lyrics are gibberish, but I, I know all the words to the yeah. So it. Yeah, so it's only until you're in a particular mood, and then it's like we write lyrics and then it's only until I'm feeling down and I think the, the lyrics just mean so much more depending mm. on how you're feeling yeah mm. that quote's so true I heard that the other day it's mm. very very true yeah but and then
1: uh so the writing process for you both is it something that you're you have to be in the right headspace do you have a favourite place to write is it something
0: that comes to you and then you'll run with or mm. well I, th- I think I think being sad like lyrics come out yeah like um one of the songs we're going to play today is called Racing Mind and um I just got back from the the St Andrews clinic and uh, I was in a mood where it was a song I wrote in an evening called Racing Mind
1: That you wrote Racing Mind in one evening
0: it was one evening yeah I came back and you're in one of those moods where you're trying to you figure out all your life's problems in like one evening and you, you you stay up really late and you think okay Oh my god! Like, what am I doing yeah. with my life? Kind of thing. I was yeah. in one of those moods, and I would not go to sleep until I finished this song. And um, yeah, it was just—it's a particular headspace. But also, if you just have, like, we have guitar ideas, and we just like pull out our phones and like record them. So mm-hmm. it can be simple. But so a lot of the time, I think the best songs are the songs that come really easy, yeah. Yeah. and you don't purposely sit down. Exactly. To yeah, head. and they just—they—they they flow. Really easily, and and it shows because the the music sounds so good and the lyrics are really meaningful. Yeah, I also yeah. find for us as well, is if if we try to sit down and go, you know, I'm going to write a song now, it never works. It never works. Really? It, yeah, it's just really hard because it feels very forced. Mm. So you don't you don't labour over the process. It
1: has to be quite organic. Yeah, yeah of course, because yeah, yeah.
0: you're trying to feel an emotion that you're obviously not feeling. You're, yeah. you're trying to write about like a heartbreak, but you're not in that particular mood right now. I don't know. It, it shows a lot.
1: And how much of you is invested in the song? I mean you know you said Bill you've got to be in that right headspace and emotionally present in it how far does it take you that evening with Race in Mind yeah. you said you you know you were in your head yeah was it quite a cathartic process to, to get the lyrics out to get the melody out as well yeah was it, was it, was it helpful for you
0: of course it was it like the thing about songwriting it's very therapeutic it's almost like talking to a counsellor yeah. except you're writing it all down and it, it kind of it, it's it's a—it's uh, such a relief to kind of get it out and like um, it's definitely um, a great way to kind of vent, I guess, to yourself and uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I said to Michelle on her show that I was excited to have you guys on and even from a clinical perspective, you're, we're always encouraging people to write, whether it be a journal. Yeah. Or, you know, so I, I can see that importance. Yeah. From, from, yeah, yeah.
0: If you have problems, just write it down. Don't don't make it so messy in your head. Like lay it out. There's yeah. a way to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Just to start by writing it down and getting it organized, and you can tick things. Yeah, cuff. of course. Because especially uh, once I was, uh, I was thinking, okay, I think I'm kind of experiencing a bit of depersonalization and derealization. Obviously, the first instinct is to go on Google and check, <laughs> see whether <laughs> Let's you tell you on Google. Go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, a lot of the time. Uh, it, it's really helpful because there'd be a guy from like Texas who's experiencing the exact same thing, and mm-hmm. I just got away from the computer. And I was like, this is actually a very normal feeling, yeah. and I'm not weird for experiencing it at all. And I was watching videos of people talking about it. And I was like, they seem like normal people, so yeah. I, I, I it just felt made me feel so much better. So I think the best thing you can do is talk to other people yeah. Yeah. Who, it sounds so cheesy but it's, it's so true man. because mm. like, in your head you just feel like I'm crazy and th- this is only me going for every life is going on normally mm. and I'm well, in I'm my in own the, bubble I'm in this big bubble and, yeah. it's, just, yeah. and it's, it's, it's such a normal thing
1: yeah absolutely I couldn't, I couldn't advocate it more I think that we have lost the ability to communicate effectively mm. um, but you know in defence of some as well it's, it's really quite hard you, yeah. you know we're, we're blessed with a language that that spans, yeah. I think there's 499 words in the English language. Emotion. Yeah. <laughs> so we've we've got a few to choose from, but yeah. I think we're quite lazy with communication. So we kind yeah. of we maybe use a couple of dozen, and then we, yeah, of course, we, we, we package it up as one or the other. And mm. and I, I think you're right. I, I was gonna. I'm pleased that you sort of stressed that point on Google as well, because what we do do is we'll go on the internet and we will search. And although it can be a dangerous place, it can be a really
0: yeah. Um,
1: helpful and supportive mm. positions well because we have yeah. got other people out there and i think the the idea behind the happiness algorithm is that we've got real people on talking yeah about real things and mm. that we can communicate communicate in a way that enables us to go hey you know what yeah, yeah. this is how i'm feeling or that's they yeah. felt like that as well and what underpins our existence is relationship We're social creatures we don't function particularly well in isolation yeah. so when we are in crisis or we are struggling We're going to feel slightly detached. So to bring ourselves back in.
0: Yeah, um, I think especially a lot of people feel they might feel embarrassed to bring it up because they don't want anybody to like Mm -hmm. judge them or think Mm -hmm. it's kind of it's kind of losing it a bit when it's not the case at all.
1: Yeah, and I think that's that's big for males, isn't it? Yeah, for males, I think that we generally tend to. For men, we will we tend to sort of retreat to our caves. Yeah, yeah, of course. So well, of course. So, you know, I but feel like
0: people build a persona of, oh, it's not manly to be sad, men are yeah. sad. And yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's, it's, it's I feel like, um, it's, it's something, it's, I'm not gonna talk statistic, but apparently depression in, in men, it's, it's the leading higher than Mm-mm. women, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel, I think I feel th- like men need to hold up this, this image. Yeah, of, of being, yeah, being like tough and, yeah. That's it's a you know that
1: fear of showing that vulnerability in me is something that's always going to gonna cause us problems, but we have to sort of surrender ourselves to that. Of course, as well. yeah. And have you found that obviously by are there any lyrics that you've written that you thought, oh, that's a bit... <laughs> that's, that's too much, giving away too much of me. Um, or are you quite open to kind of go, this is me?
0: I, I'm pretty open. I mean, yeah. the, first, the first line in Racing Mind is, I can't help, but I feel alone. Um, I really yeah. So I'm quite open with kind of how I'm feeling, because I know it's, yeah. it, it, it's... I think if we write it, we mean it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think yeah. I've ever uh, uh, written something where like I regret it or yeah unless it's I'm, just like cheesy we're pretty honest yeah. with the, what we write so and do you think that's why people
1: can relate to the music so much
0: I think so because we're kind of saying stuff that not a lot of people are um, yeah. confident to admit or mm. they want to admit but mm. they can kind of relate to it in their own yeah. way so I think there's a fan of ours that was. It's, she was talking about her depression Yeah. and even though Race in Mind was written about a diff, uh, something else. There's our, a different form of anxiety. anxiety. She felt like she could relate to the lyrics, even though it was a kind of we were writing it. It wasn't about depression, but she somehow could still relate to. The yeah, because the lyrics kind yeah, of. Yeah, I feel like it's just all under the same umbrella of just mental health. Like yeah, the, as long as people can interpret it in their own way and it can make yeah. them feel good, then that's job done for me. Yeah.
1: I'm just wondering: should we go into racing?
0: yeah sure shall we yeah
1: i'm I'm like a kid in the sweet shop (laughs) you know i I mean there's so many questions but there's so much (laughs) music on here as well so i tell you what let's go through the process again we'll just we'll just get some reverb on your mics yeah perfect so i'll come off my mic you guys take it away so this is uh this is going to be racing minds.
2: one that I could tell would never hide maybe I should move it to the sun move it.
0: Radio for Brentwood
1: and Billericke. This is Phoenix FM. Mm. It's me, James Rose. This is the Happiness Algorithm. I'm still joined by the amazing Crofton Coates, and that was Race in Mind. That, that, what uh, a great that was, song. Thank that. you. Cheers. <laughs> That's incredible. Thank um, So... I'm still left the reverb on. <laughs> no, <laughs> sounds like running the pool. Sounds like a huge pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, was t- I was blown away by the music. <laughs> um you. So that was written in an evening. That was after uh, obviously v- uh, visiting a friend. Yeah. Yours. And um, it must be an important song for you.
0: Definitely, definitely, because it's, it, it's somebody we grew up with and. Um, he was really, really, really a, a close friend of ours. I think, yeah, yeah. and it was just kind of. Um, I think we, we watched him get more and more into trouble. We kind of watched his deteriorate a little bit into yeah. more and more and more trouble. Mm. And I think my I mother, think even from an early age. Um, my dad was kind of thinking, okay, yeah, the way sure. he's going, he's going to end up in a bad and place. we were always like, because we were really young as well. We, we were like constantly, bad. constantly giving him good advice saying, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. Trying to keep him out of trouble, yeah. but we we just, I don't know, we we couldn't stop it. And it was kind of, I don't know, it was yeah. kind of sad to see him that way. It kind of fueled a lot of emotion for us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he, uh, he's heard this song?
0: He has not heard the song yet, no. Yeah. Okay. So
1: be interesting to see yeah, yeah. and I, I suppose it relates a little bit to li- uh, relates a little bit to little people it relates
0: somewhat to little people as well yeah. when you're looking back definitely at, and being kids and definitely there's a lot more innocence yeah because we kids. remember we remember him definitely. I think he's been in there for like five years I think five five and years, all, all I think the first time I saw him like we had this image of him last time yeah saw we still him. imagine him as like this kind of kid and, and, and then now he's taller than us and it was, it was, it was just mm-hmm. crazy so I think yeah. that does relate a lot to little people mm. yeah yeah Connecting all the songs together
1: So uh, talk to me about Your early life And you know Was it musical Do you come from A musical family How important is music To your family
0: Um, My dad is a musician And my uncle uh, Is also He was in a band Called The Fortunes In the 60s And he's a kind of Like a working musician now Mm. But I think It was never really A massive part of our life, like we, I picked up the guitar maybe about fifteen, sixteen years old. Oh wow! Yeah, so. Christmas time, it's like the Von Chap family. My, my 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 uncle was literally playing, My mom, and dad, because my dad's a piano player as yeah. well. Everyone's just singing. But I think yes. we um we were always listening to music and we were constantly around music, but we never had any interest in like playing the instruments. We just like kind of like singing along to it in front of the mirror. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I think uh I started playing the piano first, then Dan. Obviously, coffee coffeed me and he got <laughs> way, way better than me. So I was like, Yeah, oh, I'm going to take a step back. I'll let him have this one. I picked and up the guitar. Today with, uh, the <laughs> I guitars. picked up a guitar and I was like, oh, Okay, this could be for me. And then he picked it up and, uh, Oh, yesterday with this. I, I I didn't do it to be like, oh, Matt's getting good at that, so I'm gonna do it. What? Yeah. My dad got a guitar for his birthday, and we know we're, some, we're self-taught musicians, so we. Um, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That he's incredible. Yeah. Thank you. So what? Pretty much, we'd just be watching TV, and there'd just be a guitar on the sofa, and we'd literally just fiddle about with it, and that was it. Mm. And then that turned into my dad going, oh, I will teach you two really really easy chords, just yeah, that and that. And what we're, like, what just, were the chords that you learned? It was it was, G- a, it was a song. It was just like. That was it. It was just that. Oh, do you
2: let me walk and that, was, me?
0: It? No, that and was it. I was like, I like that. I'm gonna go away. I'm gonna learn more. Yeah. And then I found John Mayer, and I instantly learned his whole catalogue of songs. Wow. And because he's such a great guitar player, that I think that just improved my guitar playing. And by the time I was finished, I was. Yeah. In fact, I remember you constantly coming in saying, "Oh, uh, Dan, I've learned a new chord. Let me teach you." And I was always like, "No, stretch <laughs> my fingers that <laughs> far." <fast." laughs> Cause the thing is building up calluses as well but yeah. yeah. at the beginning phase it hurts so much, but yeah, yeah everything's on YouTube nowadays because I feel like if I was to get guitar lessons I would have it would have felt more like homework yeah, and I think I'm a bit yeah. lazy by nature, yeah. so uh, Cause, like we're paying for this so yeah for- it's a very full I could do it in my own time and I could look at what I want it's like a lot of people learn songs they don't really want to learn in guitar lessons but this way I could do it at my own time, yeah. I could learn what I wanted when I wanted and I think that just made it more fun and that's mm-hmm. what, how I picked it up.
1: So pre-picking up the guitar, 15, so talking to 14, 13 yeah. onwards, what, what, did, uh, what did young Dan and
0: young, young man and young Dan want to do? Uh no idea. That's the thing. I, I was. It, I think. I think when we picked up the guitar, we weren't going. Oh, musicians! I think we were going. I think at a party it'd be pretty cool, and the girls would love it. At the time, all, all I was thinking was, oh, there's a guitar somewhere, and there's some there's some really uh, fit girls, and, I, and oh, I, I want them to go. Oh my God! And now musician. I realise when I am at a party and there is a guitar, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so guy on no, a campfire. But <laughs> uh, but, yeah. yeah, I think well before music, before we were playing music, we were very much just, I think we are playing a lot of football, we're playing yeah. a lot more football, yeah. so we were a lot more active, but um, nothing much, that's why it became kind yeah. of like such a staple of yeah. my person, being a musician, yeah. now that's kind of what people see us yeah. as like, oh how's the music going, how's the music going? I so, a lot of our youth was just playing football, literally just going to yeah. the park and just playing football, and they're then the you, only worries you have as a kid, is yeah, scratching bad, their knees. That's
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you uh, play together in the same team?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I, I went away because I wanted to play for another team, and then we ended up having yeah. a big and match we between. So that was a big deal. That yeah. was the biggest deal in the world. Yeah. Wow, the
1: rivalry, <laughs> yeah. the rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what was secondary school like for you both then?
0: Um, it was, it was, it was good. Yeah, right? we a, Yeah, we lived we, like, we lived like, like literally like three houses down from our school, mm. and we were still late. <laughs> uh, <laughs> literally yeah. was still a, yeah yeah, yeah but, but it was very 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 easy yeah it was a good time for us because I think we were I think kind of in the middle uh, where we could talk to the popular kids but we could also talk to the less popular kids mm-hmm. and it was I, I I, think that was kind of summed us up yeah. as people I think so it was good
1: and what about the music at that time do you remember sort of tracks during those years at secondary school uh, that, that hold any significance to you
0: uh, I'm, I'm a huge do you know Sum 41 they're like a <laughs> rock band yeah. I'm a huge the, my first ever album was I think it was about Five or six years old, yeah. and my dad got this, this album where there's some guy scratching his face called Does This Looking and My dad was like, mm, <laughs> you "Sure, you won this one." And like, yeah, and yeah, no. So I looked, I'm still I have like a shrine in my room of all their albums. So I'm a huge Sum Forty One fans. I think we were brought up a lot on pop punk, yeah, or the early two thousands, yeah. pop punk, and like Eminem, huge Eminem fans. Yeah, I think the music that we really stick with now is early two thousands like music, like rock music. Yeah, and, of course, stuff but like that. A lot of high school music as well I look back at and you kind of listen to it because everyone else is listening to it and you think yeah. this isn't actually yeah. that good you must have some yeah. songs where you listen back to them and you go oh my god <laughs> I <laughs> like yeah. this song yeah with your friends you're like oh my god this is an amazing track yeah. and you look yeah. back and it's just cringe <laughs>
1: massive um yeah ma- massive yeah. influence that sort of peer shaping what yeah. we do but then you know behind the scenes what we're enjoying these
0: exactly things. I was listening to a lot of stuff just because uh i had a few friends who would look at my music catalog and go why are you listening to that and it would be like uncool mm. but then and i'd listen to her music and then i'd come out mm. of school and I'd go, i go i never wanted to listen to that in the first place yeah. i go back to what i was listening to originally but yeah mm.
1: uh obviously your twins any other siblings
0: older brother older, older brother. brother he's uh tw- 28. Yeah. musical yeah he, he's kind of like us exactly like us where but he, he's he's getting really good at guitar yeah and he just learned just because it was just around like we had one guitar to share he's got like 10 yeah. of our guitars now yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah yeah so he had a lot more reason to pick it up because it was like at least two guitars in every of oh, course cool. and he's yeah. starting to write music now but he's not showed anybody he's very tight lipped yeah, about his music oh, yeah. not even you guys nope, no not even us it's very, it's him um, and yeah. his girlfriend he, he's yeah, shown his girlfriend Joneses. just says oh he's got a very good voice and he just hasn't shown i know he's embarrassed but one day he's <laughs> gonna get it out <laughs> one day yeah a little sort of uh, trio yeah yeah, three yeah, yeah
2: you could be the new jonas brothers yeah <laughs> there we go <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh so obviously mental health we said uh, you both expressed Uh, those periods of sort of that depersonalisation state and I think it's wonderful because of the closeness and intimacy in the relationship that you was able to share that Mm -hmm. what what do you think brought those feelings on or sort of led you into that position
0: Uh, I think it was uh, the thing is I think getting the depersonalisation I can already remember I came back from Texas like December 2017 and I felt very very like strange in my own house and it felt like I, f- I feel like it's weird being home but this is the norm yeah. this is normal so why does it feel weird living my normal life and I started overthinking I was just asking myself questions like why is it what feels weird why doesn't it feel like why doesn't, why doesn't life feel normal right now
1: how long had you been out there
0: uh, I used to go out for about a month at a time so I would had time to adjust to being in Texas and I'd come home again and I don't know why because i have been doing a long distance relationship for about three years before that so I was thinking, why now of all times does it feel weird? And I don't know, I, I just went into a spiral of asking myself questions of like, why doesn't it feel normal? Why does my life feel a bit weird right now? And why am I looking at my mom going, oh yeah, that's my mom? Because I was, I was with my girlfriend's parents a lot. I don't know, it was just like, I think it was overthinking that kind of led me to kind of... Because a lot of people experience things like that, but they don't overthink it and they kind of move on... Uh, a couple of hours later and I don't think about it, I got into a cycle of repeating questions to myself mm. and that kind of led to a more chronic case of depersonization. and was yours similar? Mine, yeah mine was similar I think mine was brought on by a certain day I was thinking I'm not going to talk about the day but it was a specific day that I was thinking about for so long mm. so and long looking when forward it, to and it? When it, yeah I'm looking forward to it and when it actually happened I just got into a state I'd, I'd thought about it for ages and ages and ages yeah and it was a mixture of that and overthinking it was like yeah this is the day you've been thinking about this is it it was just like a surreal feeling yeah and and mixed with overthinking and obviously yeah it. and it was like yeah this is this is like i haven't thought about any other days past this day and yeah. now i'm just going and going and going very very weird a lot of overthinking mm. like it's it's, re- it's one of them things where it's like i don't know I like over- just, it, it just happened mm-hmm. just out of nowhere and then i just suddenly got because it, it, it it's it's a, anyone who goes through it they know it's a very surreal feeling and I remember, like, we'd cry about it, because it's just, I don't know if I'm going to get better. I don't know if it's going to go away. I don't know if I'm ever going to feel normal again, how mm. I used to feel. I feel like an alien in my own house. And then when, when you had it and you spoke to me about it, it made me feel, like, yeah. I don't know, it kind of grounded me a little bit. It's like, yeah, if I can get through that, you can of definitely course. get through that. Mm. Yeah. And,
1: and It's weird, did you know that Matt
0: had gone? Through yeah, this yeah, 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 that that, yeah. That's what. That's what. Like I said mm. it earlier. Like I think that helped me so much more that you'd already gone through. Of course. Because, yeah. I, I, like I said, like I gave you so much advice. I had no idea what you were going through. How do you? And I try to talk to my girlfriend about it. How do you say to your parents and your girlfriend? I feel like I'm here, but I'm mm. not because I think mean, that
1: would be quite frightening yeah yeah exactly yeah. Hear, yeah.
0: Yeah. It? Yeah. Like, I mean crazy. I was saying it helps that our mum's a psychotherapist <laughs> well I
1: did hear a whisper oh yeah
0: yeah she's a psychotherapist
1: I did hear
2: <laughs> a
0: whisper yeah big shout out yeah but she's been a huge huge help yeah but I think we were more help to each other than, than anything yeah of course I just she's... remember helping you uh, like with advice and stuff like that and going back to references yeah. to help you with it and then when I got it, I was like, "Okay, like you didn't just say all of this for no reason." Trying to remember what you said to him, yeah. And I was just, I was just reminding myself of the, the help that I yeah. gave of you, and then you mm. gave it back to me. Do you mm. know what
1: I mean? And where did that come from then? Because obviously, seeing your brother go through what he was, he was going through, mm. and then you were finding the words that, uh, upon reflection, were the right words, yeah, right yeah. advice to give. Mm. But having not gone through it. Um, but seeing your brother go through it, where did you find those
0: words and that? that? Um, I think on on the Ricky Gervais podcast he was talking about. Do you remember his name, Renny Descartes? Oh yeah, he had And uh, yeah, see? and he and he was he was. Well, I kept telling him, whatever you're going through, I'm sure you're. Yeah. A, the world's a big place. Like there are people that are going to be feeling. Yeah, it's like it. just because no one in your circle is going through it doesn't yeah. mean no one's going through. Yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, he was talking about how. He's a very He's like a mathematician as well I think René Descartes He's like a mathematician He came up with a, a phrase called cogito, cogito Ergo Sum Which means I think therefore I am mm-hmm. So I was thinking It's very normal To yeah. like, like Almost yeah. challenge your own existence yeah. And be like Am I really yeah. here And if you're thinking The fact that you're even consciously thinking Is this a dream Shows that you're not dreaming because if you know in your dream, you don't really think or you don't really question anything, you don't question why you're there, you're yeah. just there. I you're remember the I had a dream, but I was, I was with like Justin Bieber, I, was like, I didn't question how I was yeah. with Justin Bieber, you just kind of get on with it. Yeah. are you saying you love Justin Bieber? <laughs> 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 I, I think it would be giving
1: away some music taste. Okay, guys, we're gonna take a uh, short break, cool. and when we come back, should we have a little bit more music? Yeah. More music, yeah, and, yeah. okay, <laughs> we'll be back after this. Okay. Community radio for Brentwood and Billericay. This is Phoenix FM. Bennett's Funerals are proud to sponsor the ongoing redevelopment of Butterfly Meadow, Brentwood. Raising awareness for our grieving hearts, your local charity supporting parents who have lost a child at any age and through any circumstance. We're part of the Compassionate Friends commemorating 50 years of peer-to-peer support for bereaved parents. To find out more, visit us at ourgrievinghearts.co.uk where we have a list of our services and upcoming fundraising events. Welcome back to The Happiness Algorithm with me, James Roast. I'm uh, joined in the studio by Croft and Coates, Dan and Matt, the twins that have got uh, voices of silk. Pure, pure silk. Thank you. Uh, so that was... Uh, so, I, Guys, I, I, I'm really pleased that you've come and joined me mm. for the entire show. I always like to have guests for the entire of the show because I think that it adds to... It makes it much more informal yeah, it yeah. allows us to have a conversation as opposed to squeezing you into to yeah, sort of of course. 20 or 30 minutes feel you're trying fun. to cram
0: a lot into it yeah. this is just kind of very yeah I like yeah. it
1: and it's important certainly for us here at the Happiness Algorithm is that we're, that we're normalising the conversation around mental health yeah. and emotional well-being and breaking that stigma and seeing that you know not only from uh, fans that have followed you for some time but also people that are come into your just come into your music as well and understanding that you guys are, are real guys as well and yeah of you course you experienced yeah. these challenges like, like the rest of us as well yeah so exactly it's perfect yeah. so we said before the break we're going to indulge us well I'm going to indulge myself <laughs> uh, with some more of your music what we are we going to have now
0: uh, we're going to play a track of ours called Back Again that Dan my twin brother wrote mm-hmm. And um, what's it about Dan uh, I think this was a, a bit uh, when I was going through a breakup, and I think this was one of the easiest songs to write I think this, this, is it, one this was one of the when I uh, we spoke about songs just coming easy to you, I think I wrote this in about. Mm. I think I wrote this in like an evening as well. Mm. And this is
1: this is symmetry as well. Yes. Yeah, symmetry. Mean, I, this was one I like. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're a yeah, real yeah, fan. Yeah. I <laughs> am. Yeah. I'll be there. The next gig at the front right with me, cross and Coat, scarf and banner, everything in the end. That's awesome, man. Um, okay, so uh, reverb up again. Okay guys, this is uh, Crofton Coates with uh, Back Again.
0: Radio for Brentwood and Billericay. This is Phoenix FM.
1: Well, wow, guys, that was lovely. So that was back again. That well, was back again. Yes. Then that was one of yours. That was, was. one of mine. Broken heart. Sorry to anyone that's crying right now. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. I, you know, look, uh, another song written in an evening.
0: Yeah. That that was. Um, I find like breakup songs are very easy to write about or like it, it was a situation of I love you and I can't live without you and they they don't like you anymore and they don't want you to be part of their life and um, ouch ouch indeed <laughs> yeah it's uh, it, it's tough but it's something it's something you definitely uh, uh, you you can overcome yeah you definitely overcome it, just, it makes for some great songs <laughs> I mean Lewis Capaldi has a as a his biggest songs, someone someone you love, someone yeah. you love. Yeah. yeah, It's just the, yeah. the best songs of the breakup songs. <laughs> the best songs of breakup <laughs> songs. The most
1: relatable. And I suppose it's that it's that part of life, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like everyone's got to go through it at least once. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely something universal that everyone can relate to. So yeah. I think that's why they do so well. Is because yeah. at one point that was me.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah
0: absolutely yeah. And if you uh, if you, you haven't gone through it you can still cry about it yeah. <laughs> I just, I just imagine <laughs> if it did yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take us to that dark <laughs> yes. Um
1: So, favourite songs Are there songs yeah, that you've written that um, you, you expected to do really well but maybe haven't but to you they mean so much So what do you think are one of my best ones? Oh, yeah. that's a great
2: question <laughs> yeah.
0: One of your best songs, I think,
2: um, I'm trying to think of the spot, Ooh.
0: Yeah, favorite one.
2: Um, what ones have done? Um, <laughs> come on, on, on the long way. Yeah, yeah Hey, on I guess. think this one's not even worth to incite <laughs> well, an uh, argument. I, between I think, I think,
0: I think probably Oxygen. Oxygen's from Symmetry oh, as well. Yeah yeah that's that's probably my favourite
1: the great opening lyrics uh, with the flame oh yeah Yeah. burning
0: I think everything about that give give us the
1: first little uh, give us a little tinkle with a few the first
2: riff play that you're burning up you like the flame yeah we're burning (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah that's probably my favourite of his that was completely um, yeah. in the wrong key I apologise <laughs> <laughs> okay. um,
2: so
1: Oxygen
0: yeah and what's uh, your favourite of mine um, there we go he's gonna I, you know. yeah, he has a, you have a song called Home Explorer which it's a song that I keep pestering to play and he's always like nah I think it was one of the first ones you ever wrote it's like yeah. definitely our oldest song and I love playing it live and you don't really enjoy playing it but that's no. on Symmetry as well the, uh, yeah you. is that the last that's the last track <laughs> yeah uh, yeah the last track it's a very old song I think I wrote it the year we started actually but yeah. for some reason it starts yeah. off with like cars driving by. My- we did not record that we recorded it yeah like sirens in the background as well yeah we weren't holding a mic yeah 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 let's have a little
1: let's have a burst of that
0: do you want to play it I'm in the complete wrong you Grab your guitar and we'll play. Home Explorer is just about spending way too much time inside. And just like, kind of not getting out because you feel like your, your home is your safe place and nothing bad can happen to there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Stay away inside Home Explorer tonight we'll Searching for words on the wall yeah, I won't leave the comfort of my room A home explorer's who I want to be Yeah, that's it And
0: your guitar is very out <laughs> <laughs> here yeah, What's that's going how it's horror I was gonna ask, how come you swapped? Guitar? Oh, I detuned my guitar, so it's in a different key now. So there we go. It looks like you're playing even though you're not playing. It. But yeah, it's my favourite key to write in. Very good.
1: Um, so, uh, Oxygen, Home Explorer. What about tracks that um, you've collectively wrote together that oh, you're really depressing. happy with? Like little, s-
0: little People the first one we played mm-hmm. I think was i say a favorite. that's a favourite of both of us yeah, yeah, yeah I think so the one we played earlier that's probably yeah, both as a collective that's our favourite yeah. song and Why I'm Here I think yeah. that's everyone's favourite as well mm, I'm here. Little People Why I'm Here yeah, yeah
1: love that and what's the um, I mean over the, the what was the time frame that you wrote When how long did it take you to bring Symmetry together
0: oh that took that took a while if I remember Symmetry because we we included songs on Symmetry that we'd been recording prior so it was on another ep before that so i think that was um i'd say about two years because we released an ep before that and it included some of the tracks on there yeah but symmetry took a while just because a lot of the songs were not sounding how we wanted them to sound mm. and um that's the most frustrating thing about being in the studio is you have this image of uh, you have this like picture of what you want your song to sound like and then when it's not sounding how you want it to, or, yeah. okay, that actually doesn't work. It can be the most soul-destroying yeah. I thing. I think near the end of it, it was becoming more like, okay, like we need to finish this up, otherwise we're gonna take like, yeah. forever to finish this. Exactly, but it's yeah. because songwriting's a very personal thing, and when you have this expectation of what you want your song to sound like, and it doesn't go that way, yeah. it can, you can kind of be like, oh, okay, maybe it's... We also had a lot of people trying to change songs, and like, like why I'm here, I think, some people were trying to change into like a, uh, like a what did you try to change it to? or oh no Oxygen it had more like Oxygen had like a drop in it originally the, and it was, <laughs> yeah. it, it was like a cool meow, you know no, you, the, the, meow yeah, they wanted they wanted to, to turn for us. they wanted to turn Oxygen into more of like a Paul Simon Graceland kind of like the African vibey thing really? yeah and we were like that's a cool I love the album I love Graceland yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's not right for Oxygen but yeah, yeah.
1: Interesting on that on symmetry, yeah. That, yeah. Like, in I know, I know. Yeah. Way through. So, you're quite not over protective of your work, but you like to maintain the, yeah, the of essence course. Of what yeah, works. of course.
0: Like, we're definitely open to kind of like ideas, and we have used some, but at some point, you have to put your foot down because mm-hmm. some people try yeah. and take. Yeah. I promise you, if you heard the original Oxford, you'd be like, Yeah, good job, boys. <laughs> <laughs> <For the> original. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a good choice. There, there, are some, there are some times where you put your foot down and you're, you're glad yeah. you did it yeah. because it makes the song so much better.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that ownership, I, I think, over anything that we do is really important, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, 100%. So, what we, so, uh, you know, you've just come back from uh, a nationwide tour with the BBC. Yeah. And uh, you've done some stuff with Cafe Nero. Yeah. Like oh that. yeah, they oh. picked
0: us as their artist of the month and uh, they sent us on like a, a nationwide tour. So we did about thirty-two, yeah. thirty-three Cafe Nero stores around the country. And they play us in like all all the stores around the world. Yeah, like, cool. they have, they've stores. stores like in nine different countries, yeah. and they've been playing yeah. our albums, which is pretty cool. Because we've had friends message us and be like, yeah. "Oh, listen yeah. to his album." Every time they go to Cafe Nero. They go, "Oh, guess who I'm hearing right now?" Yeah, and it's, it's like... really cool. But yeah, we got a lot of support from Cafe Nero, so yeah. it was nice. Excellent. You've enjoyed that? Yeah, a lot. Like, we had fr- free drinks as well, so a lot of free coffee. I'm so gonna we're gonna like, say, I haven't slept for about. <laughs> enough, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah so yeah it was, it was don't lot. worry about money just <laughs> yeah <laughs> what, what's
1: next for you guys
0: I think we're gonna record some new music and kind of move on to the next chapter and kind mm-hmm. of um do more gigs and just kind of I think the, the music industry is a lot about grind and you have to keep doing it like uh you Dan has these motivational quotes that pop up on his phone uh-huh. like every couple of hours yeah, just yeah. kind of like yeah. a Wait, have we had any in the last couple of hours uh I've actually I actually got too many. So I actually reduce it to like three a day or two he, uh, One of them today said don't stop doing great just because someone's not giving you credit oh, okay. So So, music, so it makes me think like okay what we're doing is good yeah. but we it's kind of like a grind and we just have to continue and just kind of just remember to enjoy it but just keep remember doing what you're, you're doing Remember why we started well. Yeah of course What was that sorry? It's remember why we started in the first place because yeah. we enjoyed it Yeah So yeah. release yeah. more music do more gigs and just just push with music
1: and uh, the current uh, EP Space for Sadness that that will inform the next album will that be
0: part of it in the same way that Symmetry came about I think we might work on Space for Sadness I think we might work on a little acoustic album in between so like do do the EP but do it acoustically yeah but I think we'll do uh, like a new EP with completely different songs and just cover a different topic but I think next will probably be a new single yeah,
1: like and, even, and a video as well yeah and a video as well yeah, yeah. Um, so we are oh, I mean sadly we're into the last half uh, of the show Ah, uh, it's been
0: fun it's been, <laughs> a, yeah, yes. it's been amazing for you guys here really really
1: good um, I think it would be great to hear another song if that's alright one more song I mean oh, one a one real, uh, song. it's like
0: my own private <laughs> <Cross> concert, concert. <laughs> yeah. we'd well, be honoured to take a request what song <gasps> would you like to oh
1: a bit of why I'm here. I do like why I'm here, and you know, I like thoughts and rusty strings as well. But should we go with a bit of why I'm here? Because obviously, a lot of others like that. Yeah, as well. okay, that's
0: cool. That's convenient because it's the tuning I'm in. I, I wouldn't be able to play thoughts and rusty strings anyway. Okay,
1: okay. But... <laughs> Over to you guys. That's
0: okay. <laughs>
2: arms and open doors If our life's joy was so
1: No, that's fine, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, really good. And you say that's, that's, that's been one of the most popular tracks. Yeah, definitely. That was, yeah. that,
0: that was yeah. actually another one that we co wrote. Yeah, it's got our most amount of streams on Spotify, so I yeah. think it's pretty good. I think we need to co write more. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, that's a, maybe that's a sign. <laughs> how much, when you're writing individually, how,
1: much, how polished do you get it before you bring it to one another?
0: Um. Normally, it's, it's uh, semi-polished. I think we yeah. just kind of like have the first verse and the second yeah. verse, and then or we kind of yeah, just go we from just there. Yeah, you just write a riff and be like, "Oh yeah, we should expand on that." Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's not that polished. We kind of. The, I think the main kind of polishing happens like when we're together, and like that kind of finalizes the song.
1: Piano or guitar.
0: Uh, well, Dan. Dan is an incredible piano player it's, it's a shame because we, we never play it at gigs but he's amazing at the piano so I think you're more the, of a piano man right
1: the, the track on Symmetry with a with a piano
0: um, oh on Space for Sadness it was uh, uh, You Were Wrong oh yeah
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, it's just a shame we can't wheel one in <laughs> yeah I know it's no. that a shame actually we're, <laughs> <laughs> funny though <that. Yeah>.
0: um
1: <laughs> what about for you Dan piano or
0: um I love playing the guitar. I think there's there's more variety with the guitar because you can play electric, you can play like you can play yeah. distortion, you can play it classically. Play it soft you can play hard. Yeah, guys, yeah. and uh, but I the, the, there's do you know when you're watching like a sad film and the piano comes in? It does. Ah, uh, it, like that's what got me really into the piano. Yeah. Like because sometimes a piano can hit you harder way more than a guitar. Yeah. In certain moments, like yeah. I don't know, it's 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 a, uh, I, I, I think piano music kind of hits the feels a bit. Yeah, I'd I does. say half and half. I can't pick, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I realised I jumped f- over to Dan Met, but you didn't give me an answer. Guitar or piano?
0: Oh, guitar. guitar. I'm, I'm 100% yeah. guitar. Yeah, yeah. I play acoustic, electric. That's what's everything. It's kind of my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And
1: everywhere you go, you're always going to have your guitar. With
0: exactly, you yeah, yeah. And I've started picking up the ukulele as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was trying oh. to write a sad song on the ukulele. Can't do it. Can't do it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it
1: could be groundbreaking. It could yeah, of be course. A sad ukulele song. Of
0: course. That'll be our big break. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: how can. Um so, uh, share your social media handles. How can people sort of get in touch? How can they follow what you're doing? How can they see where you're playing next?
0: Uh, yeah, well, you can follow us on Facebook or Instagram. It's just Croft and Coates, but Coates is spelled C-O-T-E-S. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we have a website www.croftandcoates.com, and we have a YouTube channel. Yep. That's all.
1: And I know Michelle asked when you was last here
0: as well, but why Croft and Coates? Uh, well, I think we were, because we, before we were PT for Purcell Thompson, and we were like, whoa, yeah. it's so cool, it's and so edgy. Like, uh, personal trainer, public, <laughs> public <laughs> toilet. <laughs> so we were like, <laughs> okay, we want something, we don't want to use our names, but we want something that kind of uh, says we're a duo, just from the name. And we are like, let's get two sentimental aspects of our life, and just, so we had the Croft, which is a park that we spent a lot of our youth in, it became a big part of our life. So it was Croft. And we're from an area in northwest London called East Coat. Mm-hmm. So he took the second half of that and he did Croft and Coats. Well, originally it was Croft and Coat. Because and like, of East Coat, but it was like, doesn't trying I tried really... to convince you, I was like, no, it doesn't roll off the tongue, Croft and Coats. Sounds like that. And you were like, nah! No. <laughs> 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 then there was another argument. Yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes later, like,
1: you came back, repaired that, and they got us on. <laughs> <there's a> <laughs> <laughs> Um, Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure you're having the studio. I hope you'll stay for sort of the last bit before we go to the next sort of um, ad breaks because I'd like to finish up the show with some tips from you both about, you know, what people can do, Mm. not not just from a mental health or an emotional well-being perspective but thinking about wanting to move into music and the experience that you guys have had um, and, and those little words of wisdom that you can share with anyone listening now that wants to, even if they... You know, it's even if it's picking up an instrument and what mm. that can bring and what it brings to you and what yeah. the value it has to your yeah. lives mm. as well. So, I think we'll sort of it'd be great to sort of in yeah. that. You guys, so okay I'll just say like,
0: one thing as well is this mm. has probably been my favorite radio interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. a lot. It's honestly just felt like we're just hanging out. <laughs> yeah, well, that's <laughs> it's what it's meant to be. Yeah. Probably yeah. my favorite interview. It's yeah, shout out Phoenix FM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just need a few beers
1: <laughs> and then we're away. So <laughs> awesome. uh, okay, guys, so join. Uh, us after this break where uh, I'll be continuing to speak to Dan and Matt from Crofton Coates and we'll be looking at tips, tricks, words of wisdom and advice uh, what we can do to make us that little bit happier. Join us after this. Community radio for Brentwood and Billericay. This is Phoenix FM. It's me, James Roast. This is the Happiness Algorithm here on Phoenix FM. It's 2.44, and sadly, we're into the last 10 minutes of the show or not. And, you know, uh, and I am joined, still joined. Um, they've gratefully stayed on, uh, Matt and Dan from Crofton & Um And this is, this last 10 minutes, really, this is where we need that piano. Yeah, that It's coming to an end for another week. But I, ha- I am here next week uh, with more uh, really great, interesting guests lined up. Uh, But as I say, I'm here with Matt and Dan, and uh, we're going to be closing the show uh, in the same way that we always do, looking at sharing tips and tricks uh, Mm -hmm. and words of wisdom and advice that we can with our listeners as well. And I think that as I opened the show, there was you know I was reading an article about the importance of music and how it can how it can uh, influence our emotions, and it also gave some pointers which were uh, pros and cons for all of these as well so I'd, I'd be interested to get your feedback mm. so we've got listening to music playing an instrument or singing alone uh, playing an instrument in a group singing in a group and um sh- uh, and that's where we are. Sorry, does. Mm. <laughs> they, they were notes at the end of my uh, at the end of my page that we don't need to read. So we've got, as I say, listening, listening, listening to music. How it how it can help us from a a pro is that we can escape in the music. We can lose ourselves, indulge mm. ourselves in that music, um, and it can be done anywhere by anyone at any time. The con, the negative aspect of listening to music is that it can be quite isolating, quite a solitary experience. And if we're feeling bad. Uh, it could amplify that yeah do we
0: agree yeah I, I don't know about you Matt but if I'm really angry I just I have to listen to like male music <laughs> yeah, so, like, thrash it out yeah, yeah exactly it, it, it does sometimes it bad. can make you angrier like I remember as a kid me and Dan used to listen to Slipknot yeah. and my parents always used to say like y- you're angry a lot of the time now and they, I think they uh contributed to him listening to Slipknot all the time yeah. so it can fuel you like kind of negatively I yeah. guess but now I, I listen to uh, to Slipknot in the gym because it's just it's the biggest it gets you like, going. yeah it gets yeah. you it gets you really like I try to run into so I do like usually sprints yeah and uh, the intensity of it like the, the, the just aggressive song it just it gets you really fired up mm, to just yeah. keep going it's, yeah it's it's and I, I suppose that's on. the importance <laughs> of having
1: that that mix of music as well mm. for different, yeah, different yeah, yeah. periods as well. So of yeah. yeah, so we're definitely seeing that's a Plus. So that's definitely plus. listening to music, and if we are low, maybe look at a different genre of music. I was going to
0: say yeah, you don't have to or, listen to sad songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Push the piano to one side. Exactly. Bring in the ukulele. ukulele. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So point number two was playing an instrument or singing alone. The pros, uh, you can pick something that suits your mood. Uh, the con to it again it can leave you feeling a little bit lonely
0: Uh, I think playing an instrument is a good idea just because I think it's a good skill to have Mm -hmm. and I guess it's another way to kind of occupy your mind and kind of if you're kind of stuck in like a an anxious circle you can just pick up the guitar and just like it kind of takes you away from that kind of it distracts you and it's a good it's definitely a good like stress relief I think especially if you write music as well it can be very therapeutic
1: And how is that a skill that you? you, you, It's an innate ability to write music, or do you you think anyone can write a song?
0: Anyone can write music. Like anyone who listens to music, they can. Because a lot of songwriters, Eric Clapton said, they they all borrow ideas from other songs. Mm. So it's not impossible for someone to like borrow. Uh, a verse, like a vocal line from here and maybe a, r- a riff from there, but change that. So, yeah, I think anyone could write a song. Yeah, and knowing how successful Ed Sheeran is, he went on Jonathan Ross and he showed. I he, saw this. Yeah, he showed oh, got his phone out. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's pretty much just saying, like, no one's born a natural songwriter. Like, it, yeah. it's something you have to keep working on you get better the thing, better, thing is that better. everyone's first songs are terrible I mean it's kind of a rite of passage do you ever
1: revisit them is
0: I they... do all the time yeah, yeah, I have yeah. a big folder with all my lyrics in it I have all my voice notes it just makes me smile yeah. <laughs> Any yeah. that
1: you've bought that you've, that you've worked on again and
0: gone actually this is this yeah. can work There's a thing I think that I like I, uh, I actually you cringe at them there are some <laughs> songs that I actually quite like yeah well he had a song called this girl and it was like, oh my <laughs> god i you a little bit where it goes this girl
2: She's fine, I have thank the world she's mine. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Hey, that's the thing in the making. And <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. a little ukulele behind <laughs> it Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the early, the early Crockett coats. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, so definitely playing an instrument. And what about anybody that maybe is a little bit fearful um, of, of picking up an instrument. You said before, you know, if it was lessons, yeah. it feels a bit, ugh. again, it feels a bit laboured, yeah. a bit pressured, but we have got access to YouTube and lots yeah, of, of, of apps and yeah. whatnot. So
0: well I think there's no need to be fearful of it because like I said with YouTube and stuff you can do it all in your own time you can do however if, you, if your fingers are hurting put it down put it. Mm-hmm. if you think it's too tiring just do, yeah. do it tomorrow I you think know? if your parents are paying for it then you'll feel you'll feel really more impressive. inclined to be like oh I need to have done this by next week yeah, yeah. whereas it feels like homework whereas music should music's like, yeah, I feel like, I feel like self-teaching. The, the, all the resources are there to kind of be self-taught. Yeah. So I think th- happiness-wise, that'd be the way to go because there's a yeah. lot more freedom, and you're a lot more happier when yeah. you're free. You should yeah. want to do it,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah. and if uh, and if we're not playing the instrument, then sing
0: exactly yeah i mean that's that alone in itself could be like a stress relief we're just kind of getting it out and kind of getting that emotion out especially when you sing you can tell when people are getting emotion out with the like intensity they sing with and you're like they're really feeling whatever song they're singing so i think yeah both of them are good idea
1: excellent okay so moving on to the next piece of advice uh playing an instrument in a group so the pros behind this are uh, the buzz between band members when the music works is electrifying and it guarantees to make you feel connected yes. the sort of negative aspect of it is any group um, can have conflict and it becomes about the personalities not the music so much So, obviously you guys have always played together, have you yeah. played in wider bands? Uh, we we have a drummer
0: We have a drummer yeah. in a bass, uh, no Dan plays the bass now um, yeah. Kick the bass yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Too much <conflict. laughs> but, uh Yeah we play with a drummer and a rhythm guitar player for mm-hmm. gigs but uh, I think in terms of arguments, I mean everyone has arguments yeah. Like, so I don't think having arguments would be like a turn off from being in a band I think because the more, like the fun outweighs how much you yeah. argue. And if you argue about something, you can just handle it maturely and just kind yeah. of move on. I also so. used to, we, I used to, I did music in college and we, asked to, we used to have to get together in, in like groups and yeah. be band. I used to hate working with like a load of people because you just, the, the, the immediate, like there, there was a quote about it was like, if, if you design a horse, it won't be a horse. Oh, Ricky Davis talked about as well. Where it's like, if you're in a big group, if you have this idea of something, it's not going to be that thing anymore. Everyone's going to chip in there. Yeah, when everyone's had their pick of it. Yeah, and I didn't really like it. That's why I feel like when I'm working with you, it's like in a way, it's like working with myself. Yeah, of course. I know you're going to like everything I do, and I'm going to like. Yeah, that's the thing about being like a full band, like writing a song as like four people. I think. A lot of our songs would yeah. have turned out differently because everyone would be going, no, change that and change yeah. that. The drama, the drama might suggest something like really terrible. We have yeah. to lightly be like, uh, and it's just less awkward. Yeah, of course, because you want to make it, like them feel included. So it's yeah. sort of like, no, that idea, don't use that idea. So you kind of have to take their ideas, yeah. and um, but yeah, I think yeah, we've done good pretty
1: stuff. good. <laughs> so playing in a group, we said before, is that connection. So you know, it's going to help. But making sure that you're staying authentic to what yeah, you, of course, you know, yeah, set the essence of what you're doing. Um, And the final one is is, uh, not only playing an instrument in a group, but the final one is singing in a group. So the pros being, you share the emotion of the song with fellow singers, creating a bond with one another. Um, And the more connected we feel, the better our mental health is. Uh, The the con to that aspect, or that piece of advice, is you you need to have the self-confidence to sing in front of others, which can be hard to summon up if you're unwell or feeling low
0: yeah that's true I guess being the front man you have to kind of be the face of the band and be the kind of the charismatic one which is understandable I think the thing about the show business is you have to kind of smile no matter what because you Mm -hmm. have an image to uphold but I think I I mean days like that are are common but I think it's just like if you can get through this one just like hour set Mm -hmm. and just like just be strictly I don't know it's kind of like
1: I mean, have you found that when you've performed before, where you've maybe been in one mood, but once you've got on stage, there's something about projecting or shifting yeah. that mindset oh. to say, "Right, I'm here now,
0: I'm playing," yeah. and yeah. just the just yeah. the, the the aspect of playing yeah. has lifted you. Back of course, up. yeah. I mean, mean me, me there've been so many times me and Matt have had a huge argument, mm. like up until the point where we go on stage, yeah. and then the second we come off stage, it's like it never happened. We just completely forget
2: about it. Yeah, so, of course. Yeah, I mean, so I think you're right. There's
0: times where we arrived at a gig and there's like two hours of traffic jams and you're in a terrible mood but then you kind of I guess the music lifts you back up and by the time you're finished you're not even thinking about what made you upset in the first place so yeah it's a powerful thing music. Mm. massive massive um
1: guys it's uh well before we close any 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 words of wisdom that you want to share with the listeners from a music perspective about breaking into the industry or keeping going and showing that resilience or from um from a mental health Perspective or emotional being yeah. and what yeah. people can do to make th- them that bit happier. I
0: think rule number one is: I think whatever you're going through is it's okay to not be okay. Like, mm-hmm. if ever you feel isolated or you feel crazy, like no one else, it, like there is going to be someone out there that can relate to it, and you're not alone, and you'll never have to be alone with it, and it's better to talk to people about it. So, I think talking's the most important thing. To yeah. being, I feel better even just talking about it on here. I feel yeah, like I've yeah. just got a lot of weight off my yeah, shoulders. I think so. music-wise, I think music wise I think um, just re- like remember it's supposed to be fun that's a, one yeah. thing that always stuck with me but just like remember it's, anyone who's trying to do music it's going to take time uh, you have to be lucky but if you're good and you do a lot of gigs and you kind of build up your craft and you're consistent and you're uploading new music then uh, you just kind of just wait for your big break yeah. and just have fun with it man simple as that and if something happens it happens I feel like a lot of the time people who didn't set out to be musicians mm. they didn't have their heart set on it they're the most successful people yeah. they just do it for fun and they're yeah. a lot more they're a lot more open about it and enjoy it enjoy the journey exactly, yeah, exactly. that's what enjoy it, a it is
1: enjoy the journey uh it's, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for us. Don't, nice... don't be strangers. <laughs> <laughs> touch. We'll, we'll have that bit. I'll definitely have yeah. that because, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just, uh, you know, the next time, you know, when the new, new music lands, then we'll get you back in. Be well. be it would well. so much for having us. <laughs> oh, it's been a pleasure. Been <laughs> <absolutely> <laughs> well well. uh, thank you so much for all those listening. Uh, I've been James Rose. That was Croft and Coates. Uh, Join me next week, uh, same time, same place here on Phoenix FM. uh, And uh, we will see you then. Have a good week. Be happy.
2: You oh boy. Oh boy. Well, oh. oh. Tell You to run. Oh boy. Oh boy. The nobody Well, pick me up, with Golden hand. Oh, man, say. Oh, let tell you to run. Oh boy. Oh boy. The nobody Well.
0: Hour across Brentwood and Billericay. This is Phoenix FM.